When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo, Gerald Borgay, and Saul Bookman. Damn, how the hell we got thumbs down already? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Damn. The Nuggets fans have entered the chat. Oh, man. Wait, where do you see that? Right there in the top. There's oh. a thumb up and a thumb down. How sad. I know. Oh, well. Um, how are you guys doing? Did you have a nice little break? All-star weekend break, kind of? I'd be better if we stopped Damn. getting thumbs down. Come on, people. Bastards. What are we doing? That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't have any on my side. I got I, YouTube pulled up here and it only says up. Uh, oh, I see. I had a good weekend because there weren't any sons in the All-Star <laughs> game, so I could ignore it for the most part. So. Yeah, it was nice to kind of disconnect for a little bit before we get ready for uh, the ramp up here in these last 22 games or so. How dare you both disrespect Saman Lee like this. <laughs> yeah did you watch the rising stars game no not even a little bit <laughs> i did not care about the all-star activities whatsoever the only reason why i even tuned in a little bit was because i was high and i had nothing else to do and estella goes hmm we should watch the all-star dunk contest i said for real okay and we watched it and it was the best part of the whole weekend it was i mean let's I know we didn't like spend too much. We didn't watch it intently, but we all at least saw the highlights. Right. And I mm. think we can all kind of agree that the highlight of the weekend was the dunk contest and everything else was mid at best. Um, so shout out to Mac McClung for rejuvenating the dunk contest, because I think a lot of people were in the camp of the dunk contest is dead. Well, let, let's be fair. One guy was really good in that dunk contest and had some highlight dunks. The rest of it was pretty dead. Like, Mac McClung did enough to get people interested in the winning dunks, but there weren't other moments that you went, wow, this is a real showdown here in the dunk contest. You know, It's still got a foundational problem that as long as stars are not participating, the league's best in-game dunkers are not participating it's capped at a certain level of excitement. And like Mac McClung did everything he could. That was really cool to watch. Um, and he did have some really great dunks. But at the same time, like the rest of the dunk contest was kind of meh. Um, you know, there was that video of Jericho Sims doing his dunk where he pulled the paper out and you could see the sidelines and no one reacted to it. Like you need to get bigger names in the dunk contest. You need to find ways to incentivize those guys to try um, and make it less gimmicky because you can go online and look up guys with mixtapes of their dunks and they're more 99% of them are more creative than the stuff we see in the NBA dunk contest. The the problem the NBA has right now is that they have kind of an image problem with their stars. 
They either want to load manage. They don't want to play hard in the all-star game. They don't want to participate in the events that the fans really want them to participate in. And I, I'll say it. it. To me, it started uh, it, well, it started before LeBron, but LeBron was kind of like, to me, one of the bell cows of this whole movement of mm-hmm. player empowerment to a, to a point where it actually hurts the game. I'm all for player empowerment. You, you, you know, guys are forcing their way out of cities that they, you know, that they signed with and they want to be traded. I, I don't care about any of that. That's fine. But to watch the All-Star game now versus what it was, fuck, even 15 years ago, um, it's a travesty. And then to watch the dunk contest, like, there are guys, Zion Williamson, John Morant, who everybody would tune in to watch in a dunk contest. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. But for whatever reason, they feel like they're above it and they don't want to do it. And if we're all sitting here talking about the All-Star game is for the fans, well, shit, that's for the fans, too. I would love to see that. Like, I would love to see it. LeBron could have done that back in the day. That's why I think a lot of people hold Kobe and Michael at another at another level than LeBron uh, because they did things for the fans. They understood the importance of playing hard in the All-Star game for the fans. Uh, they participated in dunk contests, and MJ was part of two legendary ones against Dominique Wilkins. Like, And that started his legend. Um, and I think... These guys just don't understand the that like, yeah, it's 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 a spectacle, but it's also for the fans, right? Like that's what that's what we've been talking about. Why are we doing this if if you're not going to be there for the fans? I, I just I hate it. And I think it takes one big name again to throw down the challenge, saying I'm in. Are any of you guys man enough to do this? Any of you want to come out here and meet me? I mean, shit. Even if LeBron did it in year twenty one. Like, I think that could could set the tone and, and change things. But if we're going to get guys like this, I'd rather see a, a, a freaking mascot dunk contest or get some <laughs> of these guys from mixtapes and do a dunk contest of the best non-professional dunkers. Because yeah. at this point, I'm, I'm uninterested in what I'm getting uh, from these NBA guys. Well, right. because it seems like everywhere you got to find that mcclung right and mm. and you're not going to be able to find one of those every single year oh, yes to add. You will. Oh, no yes if you, you don't will. go down like the mixtape kind of guys like, oh, you're gonna yeah, find yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cool nba you, g you, league come up on a two-way sort of storyline every single year no, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna find that no right and, and it's not even just the all-star saturday like the skills challenge makes no sense serves no purpose no yeah. one gets anything out of that i had it's been that, that way for like 10 fucking years it's dumb <laughs> eliminate it like the three point contest was turning into the highlight. This year's was not that great. Um, and the game itself is the biggest problem because as much as there's something to letting these guys cut loose and have fun and play with joy out there and, and not worry, like there's also the component of it's really not fun to watch a three point or dunk layup line. Like it, it's just, it's everything's uncontested. The score is like 180 to 179. Like, and the Elam ending hasn't saved it the last couple of years, even though it did the first year or two. Um, there's just no reason to watch the first three quarters now because even the charity stuff is not like enough, enough of a motivator. They've got to find a way to incentivize these guys to care because you hear, you know, John Morant and Anthony Edwards getting interviewed on the bench and saying, yeah, no, we're never going to be in the dunk contest because there's no reason for them to do it. They're not going to suddenly start caring about something that since they've been watching has not been a good product and it only serves to just embarrass them on social media if they miss dunks so like they've got to find a way to turn that around because 
as of right now, like All-Star Weekend doesn't offer the fan really anything unless you're in attendance. Well, even in attendance, I'd argue it doesn't offer that much. There, I used to think as a kid, oh, I'd love to be at All-Star Weekend, right? I think this would be so cool. Mm-hmm. And then I got to go uh, as an adult, and it's so awkward at the dunk contest. There's no... There's no energy. It's so choppy because it's all made for TV. Mm-hmm. So even it's I think it's actually worse oh, in really? person because there's there's not a lot of energy. You've yeah. got this weird amalgamation of of really rich sponsors and people who, who bought tickets that wind up in the upper deck. It's just a it's it's just it doesn't even have the flair in person. I and think I think if you're a child though going to an all-star game, it would still be fun because now you're seeing a bunch of big name guys that you might not have an opportunity to see on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, so I think there is still something about going in person and all the sidebar events that come with all-star. I think those add value as well. Um, but obviously they're trying to figure out some things, right? Like we saw the draft switch that up. That's become one of the best parts of all-star weekend. Now, what else can they do? Anybody well, got any even, ideas? Even that was drawn out yeah. and it took too long. Like, I don't want to be sitting here for five and a half hours watching this draft and then the game and then a pregame performance and then a halftime performance. And like it took forever. I watched The Last of Us in between at the end of the first quarter, came back. The third quarter had just started. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? We don't need a six hour all star game like it was yeah. too much. Yeah, the NBA has not been able to figure this out uh, for years now. And they, they've they tried a couple other things, but ultimately at the end of the day, the thing that that can save it all are the players. Mm-hmm. They're the players themselves. There is no other way around. The dunk contest was dead. It was dying, and then it it died, completely died. They tried to revamp it several times before, mm-hmm. and then what happened? Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine jumped into the dunk contest, and they had one of the most incredible performances of all time, and it brought everybody back. And then they went through another malaise. And then Aaron Gordon came back again, tried it again, and still got screwed. And that hurt the game as well. And then another malaise, and now Mac McClung. Like, they go through these waves, and it's because the talented guys that can go out there and really put on a show are not willing to put on a show because they're just there just to, you know, put on fucking glasses and hang out and be cool. Like, fuck being too cool for school. Get out there and perform. That's what everybody everybody came to see you. That's the cool part. But you're sitting there on the sideline like an asshole. Yeah, Fuck G- you. Gerald, when you, sorry. When you said that. It's all you're so spicy about. Pissed off about it because they're ruining the game. Oh. I mean, Gerald, when you said you watched The Last of Us between the uh, you know, the first and third quarter, I thought you just meant you rewatched the dunk contest. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. Espo, I'm sure you have a few ideas up your sleeve. I, I do. I, I think this is a a simple one, quite <laughs> frankly, okay. uh, to fix at least the All-Star game itself. And I present to you Espo's NBA All-Star Jam, Ooh. the way we're going to okay. do this. And the, the whole thing is simple. And let's go through kind of the rules and, and the way I'd set this up here. And we, we have a graphic for that as well to kind of go down it. It's a two-on-two tournament, 12 teams. So 24 players, 12 teams, single elimination. You play it on a smaller full court. you got to have full court. Half court's not going to work here. But you do it like uh, anybody remember the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the basketball (laughs) court they played on, which really was like, I think, 13 feet long. It was ridiculous. But you do that two halves. $5 $5 million prize for each player that wins, plus $5 million, uh, to their favorite charities. 
The players choose the guys that should be considered all-stars. The fans choose what the two-man rosters should be. I think this fixes it because it gives you something different. It gives you basketball in a way that we don't usually see it, but showcases some of the talent. I think this brings back the interest in it and spices things up, at least for a short time. I think you're always going to get to the place that we're at with this, and there's really there's a lot of Band-Aids that make it interesting for a short period of time. But unless the players fully buy in, like Saul was talking about, you're always going to wind up back in this place. So you almost have to reinvent every handful of years to just keep it interesting. But I think going this way, I mean, so many of us grew up on that game in a certain age bracket that it'd be fun to watch two-on-two with that, especially since the game is now dunking and three-point shooting. Uh, And then there's the whole, what are the two guys you want to see on the same team? How does that work? What matchups do you want to see? I think it adds a little intrigue. So is the idea behind the players voting for who the All-Stars are to re-incentivize them to want to be part of this yeah i think it changes it up it removes the i can't believe x was voted in by the fans for this but then you let the fans pick the pairings which then keeps them interested and having a say in it so it, it changes the dynamic of what's going on one of the biggest things is the complaints about fan voting that you still hear too i think this eliminates that at least in the who makes the game portion of it i oh you, you oh, I was just going to say, I, lo- I love the format. I think I would honestly maybe flop. Like, I think you would just decide the All-Stars. Instead of the fans getting, I think they have 50% of the vote, and then the other 50 is split between media and players. Yeah. Uh, I think I would do a third for fan, media, and players, and then I would let, I don't know, either the fans picking the, the duos would be cool or doing something of a draft with the players could be cool too. Well, what if the players just pair themselves up? Right. Like, something like, like that. that. Would be so fun. They, they create their own teams. I mean, they could create their own team names mm-hmm. and go that <laughs> way where where there's a little fun in that too, you know, and they they enjoy it. So it gives them a little bit more interest and ownership in doing some of it too. I like that idea. I have a slight little twist. Ooh, okay. Um, I think they should listen. Okay. I grew up in an era where there was three on three basketball tournaments all over the city. Um, multiple times a year out here on these streets. I ran these streets. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but it was fun, right? And I saw some incredible players. Now, I'm not saying that they're NBA worthy or anything like that, but there is something to be said about, you know, you know, uh, players playing out on the streets, playing at Rucker Park. It's just a different kind of game. I say we have it like in golf, like the U.S. Open, and we have national qualifiers and then you find the best two players in the entire country. And when said two make it all the way to the championship, they got to face these two randos from off the street because those guys will be playing for $5 million. <laughs> and that's life-changing money. All of a sudden, the stakes go up way higher for those two. You think they're going to let LeBron have a have a breakaway? Hell no. Well, and, and, is, and is LeBron, is LeBron not going to play hard because he doesn't want to get punked by two randos. Boom. That boom. becomes but, prime. Boom. I know. I he also, he doesn't want to get hurt and exactly. he doesn't want to be the dick who, who doesn't who allow them to make $5 million. Joe Schmoes from winning yeah. a so, million. So they get a million a piece would, either way. Would, would Michael Jordan give a shit? 
No. No, he would no. dominate I, the fuck out of those guys. I could personally. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's I actually go. love that idea. Hell That's yeah. a great Let's go. Idea. The king and duck. Let's go. <laughs> as fun as it would be, I don't think any of them would ever agree to oh that. Oh, my God. We need some Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson out there. Let's go. I mean, I'd love that. It would be fun. I How awesome would that be like? Nowadays, we're going to get Jack Harlow and... Whoever the, <laughs> yeah. whoever the other guy is. In right, they'll really end up turning into a celebrity basketball game of yeah. some sorts like they already have at All-Star Weekend. Uh, the, the other thing is that somebody pointed out was like um, change the location. Yeah, yeah, you should change the location because nobody wants to go to fucking Utah. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Nobody wants Indiana. to go to Indiana. I'm sorry, Indiana, yeah. but no. What if you played it on some of the classic street ball courts? That like, would be dope too. you play an all star game at Rucker Park. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I know the weather that's yeah. problematic at that time of year, but, but think about that. I mean, that could be unbelievable. Something totally different that you could try out there. Now, I know the outdoor basketball game the Suns played. Uh, at, uh, at at the tennis court in, in California, the tennis stadium didn't work because it got too cold and it was windy and it screwed up a lot of things. But still, the one time doing it at like a Rucker Park would be unbelievable. Yeah, at least something there, right? Like I'm sure they have sort of an event there, but it'd be cool to bring out some of the actual all-stars. It, it's like baseball playing at the Field of Dreams field. I mean, it'd be a really cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, speaking of all-star, if the Suns created a city edition jersey based on the 95-96 All-Star jerseys, mm -hmm. do you think this would be one of the best city edition jerseys or not? Absolutely. Yes. You can definitely yes. revamp that in a modern way that still captures the nostalgia. and That would be a really cool jersey to have. I've seen a lot of people on Suns Twitter ask for this, and I think the Suns should deliver. Because mm -hmm. that's still one of the best All-Star jerseys that's out there. It's right. that one, and it's the Spurs. Yeah. And mm -hmm. those are the top two, and, and I were, will not hear otherwise. Those were back-to-back -back years, and then they abandoned it. It, like, went mm -hmm. very – I think it went back to the the Stars and the, the red, white, and blue after that again. Yeah, I think those are some of the most creative jerseys we've seen in those two – all-Star Games. I'd love to see a city I, edition. I want to ask Jock next time he comes in um, if guys still feel like after you make your first All-Star Game, like I would love to hear Devin talk about this. I know on paper and in public he would say, yeah, it's it's still an honor. But I wonder if they genuinely feel like, yeah, I'm an All-Star. Or if they just like, you know, after you make after you make a couple, who cares? I feel like after a couple, it gets to the point where it becomes an obligation. I would say at least the first three or four are probably still pretty exciting. I feel like they still, I think it's more the honor of being selected an All-Star because guys know that when people look at their career resumes, they look at All-Stars first for some stupid reason. Um, and the way I, they look at rings. And I think they used to be something to the fact that like they would like to go to All-Star Weekend just to be part of the spectacle and the pageantry of it all. But now we've gone so far overboard. It's like, I kind of would rather just have a few extra days on vacation mm -hmm. or to relax or to work oh, out, whatever. You know, I think that's one of the biggest changes that the NBA could make to incentivize guys to want to participate more is less media type things. Like as much as on the media side of things, mm -hmm. I enjoy all of that. But there is something every single day, all day for each of these guys. Like I remember when we would go out there like with book and stuff, and we only got to go to half of it because some of it was like private stuff that they had to do for their own partnerships and things. Mm -hmm. But like you're literally hopping around the city all day long, oh, yeah. talking to people, kissing babies, taking pictures, all the things. And while, yes, it is for the fans and there needs to be some of that, I think the extra stuff is getting a little bit too much oh, at also, times. And then they're just like exhausted. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I remember book's first year, you get in town, it's photo shoots for two, two, two and a half hours at the team hotel. Then it's you you go to usually they go to the to the celebrity game or uh, he was playing in the rising stars the next day he had a Nike obligation in the morning. Then they had uh, practice. Like it's just insanity. And then what you they have like through. a media circuit too, where for like an hour and a half, you literally mm-hmm. jump from one to the next, to the next, to the next, to the, the next, like, the charity on. stuff. That, and that's all great. But literally there is not a second in that weekend that is not booked by somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then, it, you know, of course they're going to go party. Oh, of course. All Star Weekend. That's why they're there. What comes with All Star Weekend <laughs> is some of the most epic parties, right. Of them all, but except in Utah. And they did actually <laughs> still have some, so I wonder how they kind of like found a loophole there. If it was like in a in an event center, if they called it an event, is it yeah. separate then? It was described as a BYOB kind of All Star Weekend. <laughs> well, did you see Shaq say he's never eaten so much uh, room service as he did I this know. weekend because there's so little to do? Oh, man. Wow. Like, Utah <laughs> took some heat this as they I've should. been saying <laughs> this whole time, Utah is the shittiest city in the world, or state in the world. It is. It is. It's not because of the layout of Utah. It's gorgeous. I mean, you have the mountains. It's It's beautiful. Yeah. But geez, these eight o'clock barred cutoff times. What are we doing out here? <laughs> yeah, if I'm like, going to ski, it's great. If I'm going to party, it sucks. Even yeah. you know, listen, even Jesus had wine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, people. He brought his own though. He could yeah. turn the water yeah, in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thankfully, we live in Arizona saying, and we've got places like the Four Peaks pub down in Tempe where we can go hang out and have a good time a lot later into the evening. And if you guys want to check out Four Peaks uh, Pub down in Tempe. We highly recommend it. However, though, little disclaimer, normally the last month, the last Wednesday of every month, we are out at Four Peaks and all of our shows are live for that day. But we're not going to be there tomorrow. OK, we're, we're just not going to be there tomorrow, but we will be there the last Wednesday in March. So just wanted to put that out there because I know last week I told you to come hang out. Well, don't come anymore to hang out with us. Just go to hang out with Four Peaks and have some good food and some good beer. But. On the bright side, even though we won't be there this week, they are having a really fun event there this week. The Beer Can Derby is on February 25th at Four Peaks, their pub down in Tempe. Kit pickups are open now, so if you want to show that you've got the fastest beer can in the Valley, you can sign up at fourpeaks.com slash events. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. If you end up going, I want to see what you made. Like, you have to... Put it in the Discord. You have to tweet us, whatever it is. I want to see it. Do we need to get one of these kits and make one ourselves? I kind of feel like I, we should. I feel like maybe we do that on Thursday's show. Like that, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> we though. show off what I'm, we made. I'm really not mad Holy about shit, it. Some of these things, like what the fuck? They're super cool. Um, so check it out if you want oh. to take part in that. Uh, and also, just a reminder, though, in order to drink oh. Four Peaks beer, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Also, want to tell you guys about our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They make sports so much more fun because you can put bets down on the app and then you can put side bets down with your friends like we have going on here with the PHNX Suns crew. Um, last I checked, I think Saul is still in <coughs> oh, you uh, know what first it is. place. I'm you know, in second. You know I, say, I, I suppose think. in third. Oh, no. But we still got some games left. Sure we, we, that's what we got time. Hey, we got so time. I, I did have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we taking this into the playoffs too? It's a good question. Why the hell not? Let's roll. Because I don't like betting on my team. Uh, okay. That's why. So how about we do? How about we do? 
through the regular season, and then for the playoffs, we take non-Suns bets. Okay. And we cool. have a, a secondary playoff challenge. Okay. So we're betting against so, the Suns? So like a regular season winner games. and then playoffs non-Suns games. Oh, well, that's a lot. I don't know. I'm in Saul if you're I'm going to think about in. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, y'all. Let's... Let's table it, but mm. we'll revisit. Yeah. I uh-huh. promise. Sure. <laughs> sure we will. If that you guys want to check out the Jockey's Sportsbook no. app, be sure to download it right now. Sign up with that code PHNX, and new customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Again, with that code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so... Trade deadline come and gone. A lot of the moves have already been made. Obviously, there's still a few that could potentially happen in the next week or two. But let's talk about the West because we had a lot of changes. And one of the biggest ones, of course, was for us in getting Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what you guys think about the West. First and foremost, who's the biggest challenge? Like the team that you're most concerned about facing in the playoffs? For me, it's still it's still the Pelicans. Okay. I know there's Luca and Kyrie, whatever. I don't care about the dirty maps. Um, but it's the Pelicans because I still feel like the Pelicans can match up with us uh, man for man from top to bottom. Now, they're not as good as us, but they're grimy. They can make it physical. And if Brandon Ingram is having one of those nights, he, 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 can, he, can, he can do – quite a bit of damage so for me it's still the pelicans although i still i feel just as good as i did last year against the pelicans and that we would win that series okay so let's talk about the pelicans a little bit if the suns and the pelicans were to match up and let's say the pelicans are fully healthy um is is physicality one of the biggest factors in that game that you think because that was one of the big things last year yes i think it's that and who the heck guards if zion is healthy who on this roster guards Zion, right? Because you know KD to be on Ingram. That's a that's a good matchup, I you know. But I I just don't see you can't move Da uh, onto him, right? As he can't guard Zion because then you've got uh, you know Valanchunas who it was a big that can dominate you. That problem scares me, and it's one they didn't have to worry about last playoffs. Yeah, especially because they still have Valanchunas in that equation if they have a healthy Zion. Um, there's no right answer. There's also no right answer for the Pelicans in terms of, okay, who are we putting Herb Jones on? Are we putting him on book? Or are we putting him on yeah. Kevin Durant? Because the other guy's probably going to go off. And we've seen DA feast on Valanchunas on the other end um, in the playoffs and in the regular season. He's He usually wins that matchup, even though there is something to be said for the physicality, for the offensive mm-hmm. rebounding, those problem areas that have been a problem for the Suns for the last year or so. Um, I, the Pelicans are, are kind of my like sneaky, I don't want to play them team. And they could be a first round opponent because of all the time that Zion's missed. They're currently the seven seed right now. So they're in that play in territory. Of course they are. Um, but <laughs> then again, they're only half a game behind the Mavs for the six seed. They're a game and a half behind the Suns for the five spot. So there's still a lot of time for this to play out. Uh, there's like 22 games left in the season. Uh, but my thing with the Pelicans is, will Zion be healthy mm-hmm. in time and will he stay healthy? Because um, we haven't seen him put together a full season in like three years. So yeah. 
Um, I, I don't I don't like that Pelicans matchup just because they match up really well with the Suns, but I do think that this new revamped team matches up a little bit better, especially if they're still missing Zion. Oh yeah, if they hadn't gotten Kevin Durant at the deadline, that that's a deadly matchup. That's mm. a they, they they're the death blow probably to this team. Irrationally, I still think it's the Mavs for me just because of what happened last year. We've seen you know the the ups and downs versus that team. If Luca and Kyrie can figure it out on any given night, they're a very tough duo to go against. Uh, so I think probably irrationally so it's the Mavs right now. I at the, I think the Suns are a better team. Uh, they have the better talent right now, but after what happened last year, it's just not a group uh, I, I'd be real excited to see, especially if it's like a first-round matchup. That's I, I could do without that. I, I totally get that because Luka has, I mean, let's be honest, he's owned the Suns since that playoff matchup last year. But at the same time, like as deadly as him and Kyrie can be, two of the underrated Suns killers in those matchups, Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer mm-hmm. Dinwiddie, are no longer there. They were the 24th-ranked defense before they traded for Kyrie, getting rid of their best defender in DFS and replacing that with Kyrie in the starting lineup. That's not going to go well for them. Um, I, I, I think the Mavs are a bad matchup just because of all the PTSD mm-hmm. from last year. Um, but I do think, like, for me, it's still someone in the chat brought it up. Like, it's still the Nuggets in, in terms of the team that the Suns might want to be the most worried about. Not because they don't match up well. I think DA is one of the few guys in the league that can limit Nikola Jokic a little bit. Um, but they do have the most continuity and cohesion. They're, they are a deeper team. Um, and they've been more or less the same all season long. I think the Suns can pick on MPJ defensively, and I don't know if Jamal Murray or MPJ can stay healthy through the whole playoff run, but that is the team that I feel like is the best in the West aside from the Suns. So, yeah. Uh, If Chris Paul is a cone, then the Dallas Mavericks are a turnstile because (laughs) there's no way they're stopping anybody on the Suns. That's why I don't even – I don't – I get the PTSD from last year, but I feel like they're so far removed from that. I don't even care about them. Uh, But the Nuggets are an interesting team. And I will say this about the Nuggets, that they are very good in the regular season. Hmm. And that's about it. Like, they haven't done anything since they made that run. uh, I believe it was the Western Conference Finals in the bubble, which is like, okay, cool. You had three months off before the bubble, whatever. And they had to overcome two, three, one deficits to get there. Yeah. I'm just, uh, again, with any team, I'm never going to be a believer until you actually do it in the playoffs. And and the Nuggets have not done that. And they've been in, they've had injuries. Yes. I know Jamal Murray, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but they, they're just going to have to prove it that when it gets really, really like, Hey, it's, it's time to buck up and, and you got to grind these games down. I just don't know if they're going to have it. I just don't know if they're going to have it. Yeah. I, I look at that Nuggets team and I know this is going to get clipped and sent to our, our friends, uh, to the North. I do not fear the Nuggets in the least. I have that same feeling. Like there I I can't really explain it to you, but my gut is telling me it's a non-issue. Okay. Yeah. J- Jamal and Booker. I take Book every time, right? Uh you you could say MPJ or Aaron Gordon. I'm taking KD every time, right? Uh Jokic wins over over DA, but DA plays some of his best basketball mm-hmm. uh on both ends of the court when he goes head to head 
with Jokic. Chris Paul is better than than any of the remaining guys on that roster. I like the Suns bench. Like I I just to me again the Nuggets like Saul's saying haven't proven in the playoffs and they feel a lot like the Suns who were in the one seed last year where yeah. very very good at executing in the regular season but there will likely be pitfalls come like, the playoffs. Like can you uh, here's the thing for me if if the the Nuggies run into the Pels, like that's a team that I would not want to face if I'm the Denver Nuggets. Because mm-hmm. that is a that is a tough matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Um and, and like listen, I'm not I'm not disrespecting Jokic. He's a two time MVP. He might even be a three time MVP. He's most likely to be a three time MVP. He's got game out of this world. Mm-hmm. Um he's one of the most cerebral basketball players we've seen at the center position ever. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm strictly saying until I see it in the playoffs, I'm not going to believe it. And that's based off of exactly what my guy said over here about the Suns doing kind of the same thing. It's the same kind of vibe as last year was where like there was some things that you wanted to point to and be like, "Mm, is this for real? And then, and then it wasn't and it fell apart. And until they get smacked in the mouth and I see how they respond, I'm just not going to believe. Well, they have the injury issues too, which was a big thing that came up and bit the Suns in the ass. I I agree with you on Jokic. Like, I think Jokic and KD are, are are on a similar level there, but then the rest, I I take the Suns in every in every kind of matchup from there. Yeah, I mean it will be a matchup that puts their defense to the test. The Nuggets are the number one offense in the NBA. They do have that continuity on their side, and obviously Jokic av- averaging a triple double doesn't hurt. Um, the the Nuggets are still my pick, but I I do think they match up with. I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. No, By any means. no, and I and oh. I do think they. Suns and four. I think the Suns. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not those words. Um, I but I, I do think the Suns match up well, just in terms of the way that Da has been able to battle. But you are reliant on him being able to try and slow Jokic to some degree, and that's not a guarantee because Jokic is going to have his games where he just goes off because he's that good. I'm going to go bold prediction from the point that Katie takes takes yeah, the court. I don't know if I like this till the till the end of. Uh, of the regular season, I think the Suns' offense will be neck and neck with the Nuggets' offense. I think they got enough firepower and enough they do. to to really make it interesting on the offensive end. I think defensive end is where uh, where something like that would be decided. Can either of these teams do something to significantly slow down the offense uh, of the other team? Because both are are built as offensive juggernauts. Yeah, and I will say they brought it up in the chat. The Nuggets having home court advantage, they're mm-hmm. going to win the first seed most likely because they completely fall apart. They're twenty seven and four at home, uh, fourteen and fourteen on the road. Couldn't you just picture? Like, I just hate to say this out loud because mm-hmm. I'm going to get shit on. Uh, <laughs> but couldn't you just see it? Like, I can almost envision it where, like, the stupid Lakers find their way into like the ten seed. The play-in, they somehow win, and they're the eighth seed, and they got to face the Nuggets, and they end up beating the Nuggets in a seven-game series. Like, you could see that happening. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot see that happening. <laughs> well, I think we're going to get into this, right, in terms of uh, of that play-in window and, and who could be scary. But for me, that Lakers team is on that list. I know they're not, a, not in the title conversation, but that's not a team I want to wake up going, oh, shit, that's that's your first-round matchup. No, give me the Lakers all day. I want to just absolutely end their world every single year. If we can be <laughs> the ones to eliminate them, 
Fuck yeah. Keep the streak going. Let's they go. They still haven't lost to the Lakers since Andre Drummond's little uh, meme moment with LeBron yeah. in the playoffs. But I think a sneaky, uh, tough team would be the Clippers still. Like, they, they've got solid pieces. It's just a matter of health and rest, I suppose. But I would assume they wouldn't do that in the playoffs. Yeah. That's my assumption. We did get a super chat from Bobby. Bobby, thank you so much for your super chat. Said, hi, Lindsay. Did the Clippers sign Westbrook? Yes, they did. Uh, maybe the Clippers could be a team that could be a problem, especially if Kawhi and PG can stay healthy. And now with Westbrook, hmm. I think they were more of a problem before they added Westbrook. To be honest with you, I don't. This this is a team that Kawhi and Paul George are perfectly capable of operating pick and roll, of running an offense, and they continue to gravitate back towards a point guard that doesn't really fit. He's a turnover machine. He's a bad defender. I I don't like that fit at all. Uh, but I do think the Clippers are a team that you don't want to play because if Paul George and Kawhi are healthy, that's that's tough enough as it is. They have a ton of depth. They have a lot of interchangeable wing guys. Um, and Tyrone Lue is a really great coach. So they're not even like a sneaky good opponent for me. They're they're they are just beneath the nuggets in terms of teams I would least want to play in the West. I don't understand what the Clippers did is getting rid of Reggie Jackson and adding Bones Highland and uh, and Russell Westbrook, really. And Eric Gordon. Yeah. yeah, and Eric Gordon. Really that much of an improvement? It just seems like you added a lot of mess uh, to your group to try to spark something that you didn't have in the first half. Well, again, they kind of they kind of resemble a little bit of what the Pels do, where they're kind of they're physical. Um, they they can execute at a pretty high level, too. Like, they can they find your weakness, and they try to attack you in, in that regard. And, you know, hell, Kawhi didn't have the greatest game at all the other night, and they still won that game fairly easily, you know what I mean? And so they, I could see them definitely being a problem. Now you throw KD into that mix, and it's a completely different game, obviously, because they're not able to just run, throw doubles at Booker as soon as he crosses half court every right. time because they will get torched. Yeah. Um, so that, that – Obviously, with that dynamic, I, I don't fear the Clips, but if I had to rank them, I'm kind of like Gerald. They would be my number two right behind the Pels for me. Yeah, I, it's Kawhi and PG are going to be probably, the if healthy, probably the best duo you'd face in the Western Conference. That's because you, you, know. you haven't seen Booker and KD on the court. Uh, well, you can't face yourself, though. <laughs> 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 I'm just playing in the mirror. Let's go. I got you. If you're a Clippers fan, you would hope that the load management and rest throughout the season would allow you to be able to play throughout the entirety of the playoffs. Otherwise, what are you doing? Um, right. <laughs> then it's like, okay, what what's happening here? Why are we doing this? But we shall see. We did ask the chat who they think the Suns' biggest challenge would be. Um, Emma, do we have those poll results? Let me see. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. So no, we're just talking about it. We don't need them. <laughs> no, no, you're, I was just hoping if you could pull it up, but that's okay if you can't see it. Um, so we asked, we only could give four options. So we put Nuggets, Grizzlies, Mavs, and Clippers in there. And... Clippers was the first with 50% of the votes. Nuggets second with 27% of the vote. Okay. Grizzlies only had 4%. I kind of feel like we're all in agreement that really not as worried about the Grizzlies as I think Grizzlies, a lot of teams once were. The Grizz are losing in the first round to whoever they play. 
But they're okay in the West. Yeah, they're, they're okay in the West. Anywhere. They can go all way out West and go to the Bahamas if they want to. Okay, so what's the or best Hawaii. case scenario? <laughs> Not the Bahamas. You're going Hawaii. so West, you go all the way back <laughs> you around. You go all the way back around. <laughs> what's the best case scenario? Who, who do you want the Suns to play as far as easiest path forward, in your opinion? I mean, I guess I would take the Lakers in the first round. Um or I don't know. I would yeah. take like Timberwolves. Oh, the Kings. Yeah, give yeah. me the I'll Kings. Give me the Kings. Let's sure. go. Give me the Kings every freaking second of every yeah. freaking day. I like the Kings. I do I, too. But, I'm but. super stoked for the Kings. I love what they're doing right now. It's great. It's fantastic. I don't know that they have the experience. Like everyone talks about, you need playoff experience. You need championship level guys who've been there, who've done it. I don't think the Kings have that. No, Kings are I a great I think they story. still have to, they got to take their lumps first. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably say Timberwolves first round would be an ideal matchup. Yeah. And then probably like Kings, Grizzlies in whatever order, depending on who ends up wearing the seating. Um, that that, that would sexy be ideal. Mike Conley CP3 point guard matchup. <laughs> that, would be, that would be my ideal kind of <laughs> path to the finals there. I wouldn't okay. hate seeing the, the Warriors either. Yeah, I mean, we have played really well against the Warriors this year. I'm just not afraid of them this year. I don't think they're... They they clearly I listen. I do think they deserve a little bit of respect because it's still the Warriors it at is. the end of the day. But I'll tell you what, I, I I think I really, really underestimated the impact that the punch had uh across the board for that team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because they have not looked right all year long since that point. Obviously, the last time we saw them before that was when them winning the finals. Um so I just feel like there's something maybe we just don't know or we're not realizing behind the scenes as to why that team is not clicking because they have all the pieces. Steph Curry's been injured, yes, but they have other pieces that could have stepped up and helped keep this team afloat and they've just fallen apart. Well, so and they're another year older too, which yeah. you know they're this isn't the young team that that we think about that they used to be. So I think that impacts them. I usually like to avoid the defending champion in round one, but I think I could make an exception this year. There's it no worked during the Suns finals yeah, run. It's true. There's, <laughs> a, there's no easy path. I mean, no. this Western Conference is brutal, so you're going to have to go out and be the better team in each of these rounds. You're not, I don't think you're sneaking out uh, of any round this year just because, uh, you know, oh, we got lucky in a couple games when we weren't at our best. Yeah. I think you got to be at your best every night. Okay, Eric asked in the chat, do we want an easy playoff run or a competitive run? I mean, obviously, whatever is the best case scenario <laughs> to you, win a championship. If you win would a title, great. you will not give a shit. Yeah, I guarantee no. you. Whatever the path is to get Larry, <laughs> O'Brien, and Phoenix is all that matters. It's probably that was part of the problem of us making it to the finals two years ago. It was like it was so I'm not gonna say it was easy, but it, it there wasn't a lot of conflict outside of maybe injury with Chris Paul. That you just felt like they were just like destined to win the the NBA Finals. Like everything felt like it was just lining up, and then it didn't. Yeah. And it was just like, oh. well, that yeah, that's what made it hurt even worse because you started to believe once they went up 2 0, is this destiny? Is this finally that destiny that we've always heard about? No, no, it wasn't. You know, there's, I feel like it's split 50 50 because you want, of course, like an easier path to winning a championship because, like, selfishly, whatever is the easiest route is what yeah. we're going to want to select so that we can actually have one. But on the opposite side is you don't want the built-in excuses, right? You kind of want to play the best teams to say that you beat the best and make that storyline even better. Like there's no loopholes. There's no, well, if only we had Jamal Murray or all these injuries, or you guys only got to the finals because 
everyone else sucked around you at the time because of X, Y, and Z. Like, you don't want that either because then everyone will point to that forever and ever yeah. and ever. I think the only championship that will forever get pointed at like that is the bubble title because it was such different circumstances. It was so bizarre. But, I mean, do you really remember the path that the, you know, the 1999 San Antonio Spurs took to winning the title? Well, or I mean, any they beat season? the Portland Trailblazers and... And they beat Seven the Knicks, on but the like Memorial Day miracle. But do you do you do you look down on them for anything that happened? No, that? no. The title's like, a title. Yeah, that's, a shit. that's my point. Oh, like yeah. at some point, that kind of fades away, and it goes. Oh yeah, the Suns won the title, and mm. that's all that matters. Like I don't care if it means they got to beat four teams that have the worst injuries ever. I don't care if it means they have to go to seven games in every series and they're all won by one point. Whatever it takes to get those 16 wins and put a ring on the finger is all that matters to me. And, and it's not like this will even come up anyway because as much as we can lay out like the non-sexy matchups like Timberwolves, Kings, Grizz, like you're going to have to go through like maybe the defending champs, maybe the Mavs who beat you in game seven last year, maybe the Clippers who are still salty about not being healthy in the conference finals a few years ago, maybe the Nuggets who are still salty about the sweep a couple years ago. Like there's going to be a storyline either way. There's going to mm -hmm. be something finals runs like that 2021 one that people try to discredit because of injuries are very rare. Yeah. So they're, if they want to get it done, they're going to have to go through some good teams no matter what. There's one team I do not want to see in a playoff run. Hmm. The Nets. The, the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Mm, they have the two well. guys from the Mavs who I mean, who destroyed you. You would have to take on Mikhail and Cam. Like the the storylines and all that distraction oh for KD as well. Like oh it would God. just be a circus. Now they kick the Nets' asses likely, but it would be a freaking circus in the I finals. mean, if I'm sorry, people, I know you all love your guys. I get it. They're gone though, and if we saw the Nets. I would want to absolutely destroy them. Like well, yeah, it's so would book. Oh, I'd want so to. Would book. Yeah. Everybody book is would want savage to. like that. But that would create so much internal chaos. I don't want to deal with Internal that. for who? Not for me. I don't want to. Fuck that. I it, want a ring. Let's go. It's more just the, the crappy storylines. And the storylines and oh, all. No. Yeah. Um, I don't want that. Man, then that's ain't even getting out of the first round. So no, yeah, I don't worry about that. That's true. But Jock Vaughn did get his extension. So yeah, he's got that. Okay, who would be the most fun? The most fun playoff matchup yeah, or finals the, the matchup? the most fun, whichever one. Most for fun us, matchup. You could, us, you could be, do finals if you want to include East Coast teams. I don't care. For us, let's, let's be honest. A Nuggets matchup would be unbelievable uh, just because of our, our sister company, you know, DNVR, and then it being what will likely be the number one seed, all the history from, from that finals run. I think a Nuggets series could cause NBA Twitter to melt down, which would be entertaining as a lot. Boston for me. I want Boston. I want to see Boston versus the Suns, seven games, NBA Finals. Like, I feel like that's the redemption tour that the Suns are on right now. It's like to, to get to the... Get to where it all started when they lost their first NBA championship opportunity was to the Celtics. Let's run that shit back. Let's take it from the dirty seas and win it. So beat the Celtics this year, beat the Bulls next year, beat the Bucks. At, there you and, go. And have your three-peat. And then KD's the done, and he's done his job. Bulls have a shit ton of work to do. Um, no, I, I would probably say in the West, the least fun for me to cover would be the Mavericks, but I understand why fans would want that matchup and would love kicking the crap out of them. Uh, if they were able to do God, so. God, could you imagine the feuding on Twitter? I, it would be too toxic. I wouldn't oh want any God. part of that. But 
Yes. In terms of the league as a whole, like for me, it's the Bucks. Like you get that finals rematch. Only this time you have Kevin Durant versus Giannis. And they gave us one of the best playoff matchups in recent memory a few years ago when KD's foot was on the line. That was a great series that the Nets almost won without James Harden Jay playing Crowder for most back. of it. Jay Crowder's in that. <laughs> like that that's the matchup I want. And the Bucks are only half a game behind the Celtics, despite how injured Chris Middleton has been all season. So like that's a sneaky good team that could easily win the East. I would love to see that finals rematch. Yeah, I hope Giannis's hand isn't as bad as it, it, it mm-hmm. sounds like it could be. I, I want them I want them at full strength and I I'd love to see that as well. I think the Celtics would be a, a lot of fun if we're talking like more of a final situation. If we're talking uh prior to, I think the Pelicans would make a really fun series. Like it would be stressful. <laughs> but I think we would get a lot of really great banter and things of that nature out of the Pelicans and their fan base. If the NBA is scripted, it's Suns Bucks, right? There are so many storylines. It's a a return of that finals before Katie versus Giannis, which you brought up. Like if it's scripted, that's where we're headed. We'll yeah. see. The chat, a lot of the chat is picking the Mavs. Um, and then, of course, the Bucks. I feel like those two are the top two that the chat has kind of thrown out as far as what would be I, the most fun. I only want to play the Mavs if we sweep the Mavs. See, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Like, if we lose to the Mavs again, there's wow. no coming back from that. No. We will forever have to deal with that storyline, which is why there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to see them at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this Suns team would lose to that Mavs team. But then again, I thought I that last, last year. I didn't think last Suns team would have lost to that Mavs team either. Yeah, we thought they were on the road to a sweep last year too. Like, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, my The only reason why I say the Pelicans, of course, is because we got so much drama off the court, <clears throat> kind of on the court too, sort of like all the whole package of it. And it got brought up again recently. On the Old Man in the Three podcast with J.J. Reddick, Jose Alvarado mentioned us specifically. Mm-hmm. Do you have a fan base that, that you know hates you and maybe you hate as well? Yeah, it's a Phoenix. I never um, really experienced, you know, that hate and, like, you know, bull crowd thing until I went to Phoenix. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a role player, and they're not going to care. As soon as I touched the boy, with boo, I said. But I thought it was going to stop, and it didn't stop. It kept going. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> I would love a rematch in the playoffs of last year's Phoenix New Orleans series. <laughs> you will always be booed when you touch the ball, Jose. <laughs> if there's one thing that Suns fans are, it's petty. Petty as shit. Yes. Yeah. We do not forget that crap, Jose. <laughs> yeah, I want nothing of no part of that rematch. That's that's more of a football game than a basketball matchup. I want no part of it. I don't know. I think it could be kind of fun. Nope. I feel not like fun in the nope, right. Not way, a, not against the team that was number one in the West for most of the season until they started getting hurt. That's fair. That is fair. But I wouldn't mind it. Storylines. <laughs> Storyline wise, I don't know that you would write almost a better one because Mm. at least with the Pelicans, a lot of it is still playful, right? Like I think like the FJ Crowder thing turned into something really playful on our side of things. 
Like, did you won. miss what they did to our reviews? It is playful thinking. As soon as she said, I was like, "What?" I meant on our side of things, it felt playful. Oh no, because we were winning. Yeah. We won the series. They but then, us. as soon as they beat us this year, that I mean, it was just oh, all up in the yeah. chat and people going at each other's throats. I think from us. our side of things. No, I hate guys, them too. I feel like it's no. more. No. I feel like Suns Twitter has more fun. With Pelicans fans than Mavs fans. What Mavs fans, I feel like, get under on? our skin. Well, yeah, because they won. Let's be frank. <laughs> I think the only group we have fun with is Nuggets fans because we're in their heads. Everybody else, it's it, it could be a battle. Look, you could... You I could, don't know. I could, thought it was funny. Could you imagine Look. this playoff from Pels? Mavs, Nuggets, Bucks. If that was the if that was the path you had to go through, the anxiety and my mentions. I can't. Dear Look, Lord. we had a we had a whole fucking kerfuffle over a dunk in garbage time against the Pelicans. <laughs> like that was a thing that we came. Do toxic. you not remember if es we face them again? It's it's over. Do you re not remember Espo like trying to get solicit some like honest advice and those dudes just <laughs> oh, losing their me. ever loving mind. Well, that's like, because nobody wants advice well, when you just lost. Yeah, it did come Read off. The room, hey, it did come off. <laughs> well, look where they're at now. Like, they should have heeded that advice. Because you never know when it comes to an end. That my whole point was injuries can happen at any time. And then they did. Yeah. That, yeah that, that's, <laughs> it, it, it kind of had a holier-than-thou feel to that's it, though. That's the only way I know how to be, Gerald. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling what you, that's, do you want? that's why they didn't like it. <laughs> Gerald, let me give you some advice. What? I only know how to be that way. What good is a soapbox if you can't even fucking use it? Yeah, Jesus. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, listen, I do have very selective memory. I pick and choose what sticks and what. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> and typically I lean towards the more positive side of things. I remember that Pelican series and all the chaos around it being more fun no. than the Mavs no. and all the others. No. Like every I, every team we have played in the playoffs are now sworn enemies yes. of us. Like yeah. Nuggets they for the sweep. Lakers because we've kicked their ass ever since. Clippers because oh we were injured and we would have won. Bucks because of the finals. Like every single team we play in the playoffs is now our mortal yeah. enemy. So we're we could not play well the, liked. We could play the fucking Thunder and the Kings, and, and we would, would find a way. Right. It would yeah. get toxic. you love the Kings now. We we'll play them in the first round, sweep them, right. and guess what? They're coming okay. for your throat. Yeah, well, like that beam where the sun don't shine. All right. Sorry. Are you saying that we're the problem? Yes. 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 The playoffs and social media and us—they're all the problems. We fan, are the problem. Every fan base is the problem. It's not yes. just no, us. No, but it no. seems like we're. Worse. Okay. Because we're in it. It's every fan. But if I was a Pelicans like fan and I was worse. looking at other Pelicans fans, I was like, oh yeah, you guys are all assholes too. <laughs> the, Just like me. Vince Murata should request that they play it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me for the intros because oh the Suns, we are the problem, especially the fans. Oh but we man. love it because we went through 10 years of shit and this is time for us to enjoy See, it. Look at Aaron Lee already. Fuck the beam. <laughs> Fight the beam. Yeah, let's go. Oh my God. Eric said Suns out here starting shit with all the teams. We toxic AF. I honestly think we are That's a true. little bit. Yeah. We, but let's a think about bit. this. We were in a toxic relationship for 18 years with an owner who literally, I think, despised us as a fan base. So now we're acting out because we have some success. We don't know how to act anymore. Oh my god, we've been hurt we, too much. We got people that keep receipts and will go onto the other team's oh, Twitter yes. to find shit, yep. and then as soon as it hits our timelines, it gets reshared. We are, yep. yeah, we're, oh, we're part of the mercy. problem. Oh yeah. Well, 
Looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, we did get another super chat from Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Said, is Katie playing on Friday? God bless everyone. Smiley face, heart emoji. I think yes. No, we haven't gotten official word yet, but I would be shocked if he didn't, considering ESPN picked up that game. It got moved back an hour. I think Campaign and Katie might both play on Friday. We're going to do a watch along. Like, we're hoping it. Otherwise, this is going to be anticlimactic playing the Thunder on a Friday. Yeah, I really hope Katie's playing. How dare you minimize Campaign's return against his <laughs> former team? Uh, I would guess so. Yeah. We haven't gotten official confirmation every time Katie's been asked about it. He said, oh, we're going to go with what the training staff wants. We're getting close, hopefully soon. But I would assume so, just given the way that they switched the game. Yeah. So that's that. All right, guys. So I'm really excited about this. I'm oh, also yeah. terrified. In honor of <laughs> All-Star Weekend, we are bringing back Ad Reed Roulette, <sighs> but we are doing it competition style. So each of us are doing an ad in a voice that we don't know of, mm -hmm. and then you guys get to vote on who did the best. Okay. Shit, I guess. And I so <laughs> I forgot this was a competition. This yeah. is a competition. Oh, that's shitty. So you guys get to vote in the chat. We're going to put the poll up after we're all done, um, and you guys get to let us know. If you're unfamiliar with Ad Read Roulette, basically how it works is we have this little wheel that spins. It tells us who's reading, and then it tells us what voice we're reading the ad in so good luck yep here we go i'm already Wait, like so who's, who's up first then whoever the the wheel hits oh it's your choice emma spins okay. the wheel okay all right the wheel of destiny fuck uh, all yes, right so yeah all right what's the voice Saul's gonna be doing let's see i can't read, I can't that. read it either <laughs> What does it say, oh, Emma? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yes. Okay. As red or just okay. Morgan Freeman? And and then, uh, you're reading Bad Birdie. <clears throat> okay. Saul as Morgan Freeman. What you got, Saul? All right. Okay. <clears throat> I was just a little boy from Ohio, <laughs> and I didn't know how to play the game of golf. But one day, my friend came up to me and said, hey, put this on. You'll feel like a different person. Ever since that day, I've been wearing my Bad Birdie merch. And you can too. I just wish that I would have seen my friend again out there on the golf course. Because I miss my friend. You don't have to miss your friend. But you could also participate by purchasing your stuff from BadBirdieGolf.com. Save yourself up to 15% by using promo code this is wrong, Max. <laughs> <laughs> What's the promo code? <laughs> Morgan got angry. By <laughs> using promo code PHNXBB15 for 15% off at badbirdie.com. Good job, Saul. That, wow. that was great. That, that goes in the Hall of Fame of ad reads. That was great. Spectacular. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Who's next? Oh, boy. <clears throat> What's the voice I gotta do? And Espo is reading as Nookie Monster. Nookie Monster. Oh my god. Nookie Monster. Did we put that Nookie on there? Monster. I hope not. Thank Ooh, god. SNL intro. Oh, okay. thank god. Oh okay. my god. No, <laughs> like like no the Nookie like Monster. the live from New York what? guy? Yep. Oh my god. Live from PHNX, it's Underdog Fantasy. Underdog with your <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, I'm out already. 
What the dream rack Live from PHNX, it's Underdog Fantasy with your host, Over Under. Underdog Fantasy is the best single game fantasy that you could have. I didn't. This is, there, is terrible. Is there a boo noise? Yeah, boo. 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 Can I just bring Nookie Monster and Long Baby back? No, no, no. You gotta do it. You got this, Espo. You got this. Can I do? Can I do Morgan Freeman? He's good. No, no. Underdog Fantasy. Your personal experience using the app is not the line I'm supposed to read. This is tragic. Oh my god. As an an announcer, I want to use the the daily fantasy app games. I hate season-long fantasy, and you will too. So you want to use fantasy (laughs) that plays daily. I got nothing here. Underdog is the best. Fan- <laughs> if I was a hot dog, I'd eat myself. <laughs> Would you like me to do it as Harry Carey? I, I taste so good Would, at relish you, and mustard. Do you like over-under? Do you like higher-lower? That's what I like, higher-lower. You get a starting pitcher, and you pick higher-lower on the, the pitch count. That is fantastic. Play on the plane, I suppose. You like underdog fantasy. You're going to use that code PHNX, and you're going to be fantastic, whether you're a hot dog and you want to eat yourself, or you're a human that wants to play some fantasy sports. Just remember, oh 21 or older is what you got to be. No, so, you don't, do you? For yes. underdog, yeah. you have to be 21 or yeah. older? It's money. It's betting. I thought it was 18. Wouldn't it's it be betting. 18? No, it's sports betting. As long as you're an adult? I it's know. <laughs> I know, Lindsay. <laughs> I've never oh had that gosh. in the description. Don't question before. Harry Carey. Slash the there's SNL a, voice guy. There's a reason why we ended uh, <laughs> at Roulette. Roulette is because the guy that picked oh the voices didn't think about how you would have to do said voice down the road. So I got something. I can't even remember what it was. I but no I was idea. like, how do you even do this? Yeah. And nobody else could figure it out either. So we just didn't do it anymore. Oh, my God. That is tough. No. Okay. Please okay. give me Gerald Surfer great. voice back. Uh, whoever goes next is going to look really good. Hold I think on. so. Your, your Morgan Freeman threw me off. You brought your A game. I had nothing. Yeah, but I did go from Morgan Freeman to, like, Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been cool. Oh, Gerald. Okay. Oh, man. That means I have to go last. What are we doing Maybe it's here? Maybe Shaq. Struggle by. What do we got What is it? Mr. Mac. Okay. We got some South Park here. Oh. This could be great. Okay. Okay. Overpaying for tickets is bad. Okay. <laughs> and, and hidden costs, those are bad too. Okay. So if you want to support your team, okay, and you don't want to pay extra fees, okay, you need to download the Game Time app. Just a few months ago, I got tickets to a Christmas concert and it was beautiful. They sang my favorite song. Hark, hear the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say ding dong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination is bad, but on game time, okay, save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description, okay? Yeah. That was fantastic, Gerald. Gerald, that was amazing. That was awesome. Oh, man. I wish you would have gone last. I would have followed that. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. All right. What is it, Emma? It's officially going to end up being me. Yeah. Oh my god, this is terrible. What's Why couldn't I have followed Espo? Because I feel like you can't fail after that one. Sorry, Espo. <laughs> Screw you, Lindsay. Who is that? that? 
Tally. 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 Another South South Park. Park. (laughs) All right. What's Tally? I don't remember that one. This is so, I'm really nervous. (laughs) Just think about what I did and you'll be fine. All right. All right. Hold on. Oh, shit. It just, my ad went away. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Want to get high? No! When I take OGs, it's like I'm walking on sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) It's official. OGs' new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies are alive. They're all in the shells. Is Tally Country? Always. Apparently mine is. (laughs) I like to imagine that this is how the character on the book cover that Lindsay was on. your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com but you must be 21 or older to enjoy and remember when getting high sweat can get in your eyes so don't forget to bring a towel <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that was great oh my god oh, wow. <laughs> oh no not the patrick mahomes <laughs> oh no Oh, man. Uh, that was wow. fantastic. That was How good. embarrassing. That was oh, good. my God. All right. Well, Emma put the the poll in the chat. So we'll sit here for 30 minutes. I think I lost. Guys, <laughs> oh, oh wow. my God. I don't know, Gerald. Yours is solid. This is pretty solid. Absolutely oh, I, solid. Look, I'm sorry, but Saul's got to win this. Wow. That was yeah. spectacular <laughs> and spot on. Like It was ooh. spot on. It's hard to slow down because you can't. <laughs> You can't. And you're breaking the yell at Max with spectacular. That was fantastic. That killed me. It's hot in here now. It's so hot in here. Also, it didn't. It doesn't help that like I'm still got that weird cough going on from last week's sickness. It's lingering, and I feel like it's not working. But uh, we did get a super chat, so we'll read the super chat while we're waiting for everyone in the chat to vote in the poll this one's from laking laking thank you celtics fan here love y'all but the but the last two all-star mvps became final mvps it's jason tatum and the celtics time to win it remember this you can have a you can have an mvp of uh, the finals from a losing team if he's spectacular enough (laughs) right you know i I will shout out laking if you're a celtics fan like you're always in our chat and you're always super Mm -hmm. nice so like thanks for being here with us for sure like i think that maybe the suns are your second favorite team so i'll take that we uh we hope you have that same kind of energy in june (laughs) (laughs) yes i hope we have that kind of energy in june we We may be talking about the celtics and somebody else in june (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness gracious but thank you for your super chat we appreciate it all right emma i think we should close the poll um it's only we only gave you guys a short amount of time all right gerald wins this one no surprise 54 percent of the votes i came in second with 27 saul third with 11 and espo closed it out with six percent yes i got 60 percent of you good job Woo! what is that like one person pity vote i'll take it i will take it gosh uh hopefully you guys enjoyed our ad read roulette um eli said we should bring him back permanently I don't think we are that good. Oh, God, I mean, no. clearly, like, today we did okay. We did okay. Three of you did okay. I crashed <laughs> I was going to say except for Espo, but I don't want to yeah. throw you under the bus that bad. Um, but it, 
it's really hard and it makes us all nervous at least me it makes me really nervous uh, now it's gonna make me nervous over whatever the hell that was i just did <laughs> but Holy we will bring hell. it back from time to time we promise it's something that will be at least permanent in the rotation we'll, we'll absolutely do that thank you guys again for joining us today we appreciate you as always we'll be back tomorrow with another show at 3 p.m. So plan to come hang out with us then. And of course, if you can't join us live, you can always find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Just make sure you rate, review, and subscribe because it helps us out a lot. Until next time, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Live from New York, it's not Espo <laughs> doing impressions. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy.